This is Sylvia Myers. And I'm Priscilla Phoenix. And you're listening to Do Do You You Have Have Space Space For Me? I like how you're like, we're gonna get ready like you're not already pretty much ready. Nope, I got, dude, I'm not, mm -mm, I got my face to put on and that's a whole thing. I have to cut off someone else's face and then I have to put my own face on. It's just a whole thing. Welcome to Do You Have Space for Me. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's, yeah, sorry about that, guys. We're back and we're PMSing. You. It's amazing. You cry over every little thing. P, P, more like PMDDing. PMDDing. Um, and our cycles are synced, so you're welcome. Yeah. So you're going to get unhinged. Crazy lady, crazy ladies. So, so pull up a chair, and uh, you know wherever you're at. Just... What What was it that you were asking the other day? Does anyone else feel like setting the world on fire or something? <laughs> Does anybody have an underlying sense of nihilism when they <laughs> when they have their their period or right before their period? Like, like I uh, I have this underlying sense of burning it all the fuck down and not caring. And I'm like, dude, that's really not how I am. I'm not nihilistic, but whenever I'm on my period or right before it, I just want to burn everything to the fucking ground. You might not be nihilistic, but your uterus apparently is. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, you know, like if do you if you have a uterus and you feel that sense of nihilism, there's also a deep, deep emptiness. Yes. The, like, the nothing. The nothing. Like, okay, you know, the, the movie The Never Ending Story, how there's the nothing, and it's like the nothing just kind of swirls within you, and yeah. It's totally what it is. Yeah. So if you experience those as well, let us know, because right. we think it's just us. Maybe we're crazy. I mean, we are. We but... are. Um, Just give us your thoughts. If that's how you feel when your, your vagina wants to throw Molotov cocktails, just let us know. Okay, good talk. Mm-hmm. Did we say who we are yet? Nope. <laughs> I'm Sylvia Myers. And I'm Priscilla Phoenix. Welcome to our little podcast called Do, Do You Have, have space, space for Me? me? <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> We're so happy to be here. We've been gone for a minute, mainly yeah. due to scheduling conflicts. And we had like two days where we hated each other. And now we're back. Yeah, so... Obviously, we're okay now. I sense that Sylvia is still a little bit bitter. No, I just think it's funny. I, it was like our first ever real fight, and it was about nothing. Nothing. But it was intense, and it, I, I just think it's funny. I think it. I think it's kind of funny now. It yeah, was, and and to be fair, we were PMDDing. Yeah, yeah last month. So but that was last month. We got that behind us. We're yeah. okay now on this time around. However, we did make a, we did have a conversation the other day about we're getting ready to PMDD again. We warned each other. Do not lash out at each other this time. <laughs> we're doing good. Doing good. <laughs> we're, we're thriving. <laughs> so, you know, of course, it's getting closer to the Halloween's. It's fun, fun. We're yeah. excited. Um, on this episode, we're doing um, Would You Rather. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> we're doing who is more likely or most likely. Oh, yeah, who's most likely. We do so, do Would You Rathers quite a bit because they're fun, though. 
Yeah, you could just cut that whole part out, but you're probably not. I'm probably not. It's kind of funny. All right, so are we ready? Sure. You Let's... might you might hear some dogs moving around in the background. You might hear my phone go off because I'm waiting for stuff to happen. And so you know, you might hear our uteruses screaming in unison. Yeah, an internal rage. Yeah, uh, you can hear maybe underlying rage. If you feel any of that, we're sorry. Please excuse us. It's the PMD. But also, why should we be sorry? It's not We're not really sorry. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, get, get over it. Okay. <laughs> we can't, but you should. <laughs> All right, here we go. Who is most likely to run a marathon? It is not Sylvia. <laughs> I don't think it's you either, though. I would try, but but my but but I can't. My my health. Uh-uh. Your lungs. I would. I, yeah, my lungs in specific. I don't think I could physically. I would damn try but i don't think i would get very far so i have this thing where i like to uh, sometimes me and my husband will watch american ninja warrior and i of course like the women when they do it because i feel like you know girl power and stuff but i'll sit there and i'll have all these like aspirations like i am gonna see how athletic i can be i've never been athletic and stuff so i'll be like yeah uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start getting in shape. I'm going to see how athletic I can be. I know I'm never going to be a ninja warrior, but like maybe I can run like a half marathon and stuff. Well, I've been doing that for five years every time we watch American Ninja Warrior. And yes, it's not. My aspirations for athleticism is just in my head, I guess. So I could maybe do like a quarter marathon or half a marathon if I train real hard, but I'm not likely to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it is with me, too. Who is most likely to spend all weekend binging a new TV series? Oh, fuck. I think both of us. Both really. of us. I've done it 100,000 times. Yeah, I've done it I did Devil in Ohio on a weekend. Like, just watch. It wasn't even, like, a it day took, and a half. It took me, like, a few days only because I was watching it during the week after work. It would be hard for us to binge stuff together because I have to pause 500 times to ADHD side quest and then come back to it mm-hmm. and that would get on your nerves after a while yeah because the 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 one we watched yesterday it was an hour ended up being almost two <laughs> yeah yeah because I, I kept pausing it. well to, okay you had oliver wanted to be social and it was about 10 o'clock at night and you were like no <laughs> yeah so i understand why you paused it because both of those times was because of your popo so yeah. you know like it's cool I will say, though, the other day, uh, my husband and I were watching the latest season of Walking Key, and we did kind of binge the hell out of it, and then he ended up having to go to bed because I get up work. Get up work? What? Get up for work really early the next day. Um, but we only had two episodes left, and we were like, damn it, because it's the last season. Yeah. I haven't watched Walking Key, that one, so I don't... You'd I don't... really like it. It. I watched the second season, but I haven't watched Oh, okay. So you, you know it then. Yeah. Who is most likely to become a reality TV star? I don't know. I'm going to say me, Sylvia. Only because I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm more passive. Well, I, I like reality TV. Not all of it. I do not like dating type. I don't like The Bachelor and stuff like that. But I, I like uh, some of the, like the trashy reality. But here's my thing. It would, watching me all day long would be so freaking boring. You would have to videotape me for like months and months and months to get maybe an hour of, of footage. 
I would probably not be very entertaining, almost scary, probably like, you know, hissing at you every single time I saw you in the camera, um, running away. Yeah. Now, if we, if we were climbing were, on the side of the wall, uh, you know, the basics. Now, if it was like a reality TV show where it was like the two of us together, then that would be a whole lot more entertaining. Mm-hmm. But when we're just like on our own, we're, we're our best and we're together and we're not fighting. <laughs> okay we made up okay yeah, obviously we're, we're, we're okay now who is most likely to never have kids oh my god well obviously obviously sylvia sylvia yeah <laughs> only because i don't have kids yet if ever and i do mm-hmm. and they're awesome they are pretty cool who is most likely to call in sick at work but really be at the beach i think priscilla <laughs> If you haven't already, I have not done that. No, no, I probably have at other jobs. To, yeah, you know, I probably seriously, I probably have done that in jobs of the past. I've wanted to, and I jokingly talked about it, but I haven't. I had. It's so satisfying. Well, to take a day mm-hmm. to just reset. Yeah, so satisfying. I, as we have discussed, so you and I, not on the podcast, but I have a very unhealthy work ethic to the Dude, point. Dude, like I, if this ever happened and Sylvia actually had a day where they just, where she just like straight up wanted to just fuck off and go like on an adventure, I would be like, do it. <laughs> Call yeah. out, go do it, go have fun. Like, cause she literally is so dedicated that she never does. I don't take like a day that. off work. I don't call in sick. I haven't called in sick in like five years something like that even when i've been sick which is not yeah. good like you need to take that time for yourself i am just i can't do that though. obviously i need therapy i've got issues and i need to work on that so yeah priscilla would definitely be the more likely to do that who is most likely to order takeout when they already have leftovers in the fridge <laughs> me both of us <laughs> yeah me. okay so yesterday you know i was making us soup and everything uh-huh. and i swear in the middle of making soup i was like i kind of want chinese food <laughs> i thought that too <laughs> when we were talking about that because my that's my your comfort that, food yeah and so nine times out of ten that's what i do mm-hmm. like if i have leftovers i'm like but if i get chinese food i'll have chinese leftovers too yeah you know and that's what i think so i immediately like oh yeah chinese food let's do it <laughs> hey, hey hey i want a chinese to go work who is most likely to be the first one out on the dance floor? Fucking me. I think both of us, but you. When we were at Dragula, I was dancing during the fucking intro music when nobody was out there yet. Nobody else was doing that but me. You don't have to be so aggressive. I was I was not. I was very <laughs> into it. Okay? No, I, I think both of us would be out there, but I think you would be a few steps ahead of me, definitely. <laughs> Who is most likely to forget to text back? Oh fuck me! See, I think- I'm I'm so bad about that. Sometimes I do that really, really bad. Like if I've got something going on in that moment, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so bad about that. Like I'll be like, oh okay, they text me. I'll look at it in a minute, and and then I'll just like kind of clear it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't notice that there's an unread message, <laughs> and then I'll go in there and be like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I do that too, like because some. Because I also have like this sensory thing where I can't stand like the notifications on my phone. I can't. I think so. I clear them off, mm-hmm. and then I'll kind of forget about them, and then I'll go in there, and it'll be like a doctor from work, and it'll be like two days later. And- <laughs> Oops. Who is most likely to get the most tattoos? Well, me. You have the most. 
I think if we both had our ways, we would be covered. I would be covered. I would be too. Yeah. I really, I really, I think of every it, single day, a new tattoo I could get on my body. <laughs> me too. And as soon as I'm done with one of them, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for another, another one. one. Immediately. Yeah. It's, they're just expensive. That's, that's my, what's holding me back right now. How many tattoos do you have right now? You got your knuckles and stuff too, so. Well, it's, okay, if you consider knuckles just one, I've got 12, but I obviously want more. I think I have 10. I don't know. I forget. No, I have 13. My stick and pokes, I count individually. Yeah, I would be totally covered. I'm actually working on my sleeves right now. I can't wait. Who is most likely to become a social media influencer? Sylvia. If I did, it would be purely by accident. Well, that's kind of, I don't have that many followers or anything on any social media. I don't either. But but I don't like people. I don't either. But see, I think your stuff would be more compelling because you like to post more. Interesting, um, make you kind of think. Stuff. Yeah, introspective or witchy kind of stuff. I, I'm basically a memes page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I repost memes a lot. And. I also, that's one of my love languages is sending other people memes and gifts and stuff like that, that I think are funny or remind me of that person and stuff. And I will literally, I know I do it to you a lot. I will blow like, up your phone. Yeah. Phone. I'll take, I'll, I'll let uh, people know that I'm taking a social media break. Those closest to me when I do, <laughs> Sylvia still sends me stuff. Yeah. Um, so when I go back on there, I'll have like an archive of 50 million Sylvia feelings for couple of days you know <laughs> yeah so I think if I ever became an, an influencer it it would kind of probably be on accident too and it would be a meme page or something like but, that but I would I would not be I don't think I would be very popular in social media because I'm one of those people I don't like to follow trends yeah so I, it, the trend stuff really just turned I've been a lot a fan of it I'm like I and don't give a shit from what I've under understand too with like the algorithms on certain mm -hmm. apps and stuff it's like you kind of have to follow the trends if you want to grow yeah and, and it's so stupid yeah it is it is really stupid but while we're speaking of stuff like that don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at <laughs> do you have space for me <laughs> shameless plug shameless plug I also think too I'm in general, more active on social media than you mm -hmm. are. Yeah, I take hiatuses often. Just because I don't, I'm so, I'll post something and then I'll immediately be like, oh, fuck, that's going to piss somebody off. So I'll take it out. But you also, too, post stuff to purposely <laughs> piss people off to see if that certain person looks at it. <laughs> Not always. I just called you. <laughs> Not see. always, but yes. So see, that's why I have this, like, I'm starting to try to be better about that, right? So if I realize that what I said when it's not of good intention, I'll try to go back and delete it. Sometimes the person has, or people have already viewed it and I'm like, fuck. So I have to delete that stuff. It's not, it's yeah. not okay. You so. And you post like funny stuff, but then you post more serious, like thought provoking stuff. I just, my stuff is mostly funny. I don't usually get, I mean, I might get a little bit like snarky, but I don't. Most of my stuff is just like goofy, silly, stupid, immature. Yeah, but jokes. you also share stuff too that's important. Yeah, I do advocate for ADHD mm -hmm. awareness and mental and, health awareness yep, and stuff a lot. You do. Who is most likely to take all their secrets to the grave? This is a trick one because I feel like we tell each other everything. I do feel like you are better at keeping secrets because I can't help but tell you every, almost everything for the most part. I, yeah... I'm a quiet person. It's it's 
most of the time. Yeah, like, yeah, you you keep when people can very much trust you to keep their information. Yeah, because I don't I don't believe that anybody else should know anybody else's business. So, like, even if people like try to gossip about other people, I really try to stay away from that because I don't know that person. Or if that person's doing that, then why wouldn't they do that with me? You know, if they knew something right. about me that was right, right, controversial or something, you know, and. So I just kind of like keep, try to keep my shit to myself until I get moody and PMDDing on Instagram and then I post something and then I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm a very nosy person, but I don't do anything. Like if I find out information, I don't necessarily do anything vindictive with it. It's just I feel it's like this compulsion to like be in the know. I guess in a way it's like fear of missing out or something, but it's like. But I'm also very, like, respectful, too. If you don't, if someone doesn't want to talk about something, I'm yeah. not going to force that. No, I'm going to say that. That's, that's, I, that's what I love about you. Mm-hmm. Because you know that a lot of times I have to sit with what I'm feeling with before I can interpret it into words. You're always so patient with me with that because you're like, okay, I know eventually they'll tell me or she'll tell me what's going on and when that time comes, I'll be there for her. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. I I try to be really respectful in that way because there's sometimes that I don't want to talk about stuff. I'm also very quick to overshare and that's something I'm working on. So I'm trying to take that in consideration where with other people, like they, you don't have to tell everyone everything and vice versa kind of thing too. Yeah. And that's what we accidentally do sometimes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we kind of did have a little, we basically yeah tussle. we didn't fight each other <laughs> we didn't duel to the death or nothing we, but yeah didn't bare knuckle it or anything yeah we just kind of like weren't respecting each other's boundaries in a way and i don't even know how to describe that almost yeah i don't know we just i don't i don't know we, we just had a funky week okay yeah, it was weird yeah and we take full responsibility for our shit actions but listen when i say that i would not be the one to take a secret to my to yeah to my grave it's i respect everyone's privacy and if someone tells me not to tell anyone i don't but there are things that like i will tell priscilla that i think are interesting or i need her input on how to handle it because like i said i'm very quick to action or reaction and Priscilla has helped me to calm that down a lot. So I do rely on her to kind of be like, wait a second, you don't need to do anything in this situation or, or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like with, Sil- with Sylvia, Sylvia really like, sometimes I can be kind of like thinking, overthinking things or looking into stuff too much or being too in myself. And when that happens, about issues I know I can talk to Sylvia about it and Sylvia will be like well hold on a minute well let me show you the side you might not have seen before and so when she does that I'm like holy fuck like a lot of times Sylvia brings insight to that and that's what I appreciate about Sylvia are we having a therapy session I love you man we're trying we're trying to bond I don't think we need to our (laughs) freaking uteruses are synced we're synced we might have fuck if you don't I like mean, uterus not, talk, this yeah. is not the episode for you, but you're already at like 15 minutes into it, so. <laughs> we might have to edit that whole thing out, but anyway. Nah. Who is most likely to accidentally find a portal to another dimension? Priscilla. Me. 
accidentally be the key there. Accidentally. And yeah, you would, (laughs) you would absolutely, I would probably get sucked into a portal and be like, what? Yeah. What kind of of laugh was that? (laughs) Who is most likely to become a stand-up comedian? I don't know. We're both kind of assholes. Most comedians are. Like, they're sarcastic. Yeah. I don't know, because I think I would have stage fright. You've actually done, like, theater and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I have. It, that doesn't mean I wasn't scared. I don't know. I don't think, like, if I had to come up with material, I could come up with stuff that that's funny. I think I'm more accidentally funny. I, funny would, in the I would use my theatrics and storytelling abilities. You are really good with physical comedy, too. Whether you mean to or not. <laughs> I don't mean to, but it happens, doesn't it? I think I would be good interacting with the crowd and kind of making fun of the crowd mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. by accident. Yeah, because you don't... You, you don't even no realize one. it half the time. So this you know? is not to get like too serious or anything, but I was watching an interview with Dr. Stephen Hass- Hassan the other day. I think that's mm-hmm. how you say his last name. And um, and he's like a cult expert and stuff. And he was saying... He, like, he made a very good point about how like people don't knowingly join a cult it's not like they're like oh it's a cult i'm gonna join them like you join something that you think is good and is gonna like be good for you and everything so mm-hmm. yeah I, also- I think i think for me though it would be easy for me to get lured into a cult because of where i'm so fascinated with different religions and mm-hmm. spirituality I think that I would accidentally be like, oh, this is an interesting take on this. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. And, you know, and then that would open the door and then I'd just be like. Yeah, I don't think you like people know. I mean, some people never realize they're in a cult, but like m- people that do finally realize it, it's like they're already way in deep and it's been years. It's not like mm-hmm. within a couple weeks or anything like that where you're just like, okay, screw this, you know. I think you would join a cult. <laughs> And, and they then, would just have to be like, look, we have crystals. And you'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> no, well, I don't. Okay, there is one part of me, though, that kind of is like, no, nah, not really. I'm a solitary practitioner. So I don't really work with other people. Yeah. I can understand why people would. But, but for me, I, I've always been like a loner. I've always been cautious of organized religion of any kind. And if I could delve on my past forever and you would never understand, but there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. And that would always make me be cautious. We could talk a lot about religions and cults and stuff. If that is something you guys would be interested in, please let us know. Or because like we both have a, a good deal of history with stuff like that yeah if you guys or if you have stories that you'd like to share with us we would love oh, yeah. to hear them so you know our email is do you have space for me at gmail.com and again our instagram is at do you have space for me or it's interesting it's interesting yeah we'll put it that way and and i guess we should move on because otherwise we'll yeah just yeah going. we'll just keep going <laughs> who is most likely to adopt their next pet well sylvia sylvia has seven million pets and constantly talks about how I have too many pets, but then I'm like, but anyway, so I'm going to go get this pet. I like animals so much better than humans. <laughs> so he's like, add to cart. Yep. Who is most likely to injure themselves while doing chores in their home? 
Oh my God, both of us. I think you are more though. You, okay, your toe that has become like disconnected from your body. My toe goes straight up and leave, y'all. It's gonna, I'm gonna wake up and it's just gonna be laying in my bed and I'm gonna be like, fucking shit. Yeah. And it's gonna be like, and your toe is like, okay, you know those sandbags? <laughs> Because <laughs> you've broken it so many times that it's like it's not necessarily bone; it's just like granulated yeah, or whatever. <laughs> That's true, though. A poor thing. I'm like, so I'm, I'm wondering if I have a peripheral problem and I can't see corners on my Possibly. right side, like for real. Because I've broken my right toe like four times, <laughs> and it's always like on the doors or something. Like the it's on stupid shit. I'm like, what are you, are you like kicking and like walking all weird? Like, I I don't know, but you're not. I mean, you've done it here too. I told Sylvia one time that my foot is going to like get a little hobo bag over its shoulder and, and wiggle its way out and then just go find a new home somewhere because it's, it's had enough of yeah. me. It's like, screw you. <laughs> Who is most likely to be late for an event because they stopped to pet a dog? That's Sylvia. Oh and yeah. Who, uh, no, I would like to rephrase this. Who is most likely to completely not even go to that event because they're too busy stopping and petting dogs? Sylvia. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I would pet one of my dogs right now. I'm thinking about it. But then they'd get all riled up. Who is most likely to lead a protest? Priscilla. Hands down. Which is something I admire about you. I'm scared. Okay. You and producer went to the Black Lives Matter. And I love that. I I wanted to go. We don't live, we live far away from each other. So if I was there with you guys, I would have went. I'm terrified to go by myself. Um, and I don't really have anyone else that I know of that would go with me. Yeah. We also did Me Too. I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. We we did Me Too. When, I, it, when it was. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wish we could do stuff for Iran right now, but. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you could advocate for. And there are so many things that like go that go on in the world that piss me off so much that I literally want to walk out of my house and just start screaming. Mm-hmm. N- not saying that that's necessarily going to do anything. Who is most likely to DIY something instead of buying it? Priscilla. Speaking I- of which, <laughs> kind of DIYing a shirt right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, while we're recording, while she's we're like recording. over here sewing and stuff. I am not talented in that regard at all. And you, you are like much more creative when it comes to like crafty DIY stuff than I will ever be. But I'm not professional about it though. But um, it always looks good. It's, it looks good, but it's one of those things too, where it's obviously homemade and it's not perfect. And the, cause every, like I'm hand sewing it. It's not like I'm using a sewing machine. I'd rather hand sew. And I've made a lot of skirts and stuff like that. Um, one of my favorite skirts of all time was from Patches of a Banshee in the Attic on Instagram. Oh my God. Her stuff is fucking amazing. Please go look at it. She, I got some patches and made a punk skirt out of the patches mm-hmm. and it had pockets and everything. It was super, super cute. It's and I awesome. still have it. Yeah. It took forever, but, <laughs> but it's, but really I did cool. it and, and it, it's yeah. one of a kind. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Who is most likely to eat something off the ground? I think it depends on what it is. It depends on what it is and it depends on where it's at. Right. <laughs> Typically around my house, I don't eat things off the ground just because I have dogs and they get to it first if anything falls. Yeah. But I have 
in the past. I have in the past too. I just haven't done it recently. I worked with this girl one time. Let me tell you, this grossed me out so bad. She was pregnant and she was like eight months pregnant and she dropped an Oreo on the ground at work in a doctor's office, picked it up off the ground and ate it. And I thought that was so fucking gross. That was grossing me out. Like public places? No. Your own home? Possibly. Who is most likely to spend all their money on something stupid? Both of us. I do the compulsive thing to add to cart, but never buy it. That that's my that's my fake dopamine kick for compulsive shopping. That's actually not a bad idea though. <laughs> like it's so bad. Sometimes I'm like, okay, this is the only way I'm gonna be able to like halfway satisfy my ass. <laughs> Guess I broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that. I, I like to, uh, I guess I've maybe. I, I well, you do to, deals. You look for deals a I lot. Am and I am really don't good. Do that. I'm really good, good about yeah. buying things on sale or finding coupons or like different shops that you can sign up and get like rewards and stuff. And I'll save up a bunch of rewards and buy like $200 worth of stuff and only pay 25 bucks. I, I do do that a lot, but it's still stupid stuff. <laughs> Most likely to spend hours in a YouTube conspiracy theory hole. Me. Well. But you do it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, like conspiracy theories or just YouTube in general? Well, mine would be more along the lines of conspiracy theories. You go down weird ass fucking rabbit holes, holes on YouTube. Like your hoof cleaning videos. Hoof trimming. Trimming, sorry. But it, mine is more like game stuff and yeah game theory and ethan page vlog i do like conspiracy theories i like harmless conspiracy theories i don't Um, well no i'm not getting political about anything or like i'm not doing no alex jones type of Mm -hmm. saying really horrific things and stuff that is not i do not like those conspiracy theories that actually harm people but the conspiracy theories like is are aliens real or um yeah those are kind of the ones i like to go to too like those kind is it real is it possible what makes it possible like i was i was really big into and a lot of people are gonna be like "Eh, loser i really was into ancient aliens for a long time like a couple of years i've never watched and uh, because it just you know it was thought-provoking but what i like to do with conspiracy theories is i don't necessarily believe what they say but it is questioning it makes you every, think. yes and and i've always been taught question everything everything question it because it helps your mind grow right you know so that's why i like watching <laughs> stuff like that because it's like is that really possible like logically with ancient aliens fuck no it's not possible but at the same time Aliens probably exist in our existence, in our universe, in some form. Yeah. I also like um, conspiracy theories about like things that have happened in history and stuff. I don't necessarily like them about current events unless it's like harmless current events. Mm -hmm. But like if we're talking about like who killed president, whatever, um, or how they died or stuff like that. And it's like in the past. So like if you look up stuff like that it's not hurting anyone today you know what i mean it's not like it's affecting yeah i get that yeah it's just like it's some of that stuff i don't love all of it but some of it do who's more likely to survive in the wilderness i want to say priscilla because i sylvia am allergic to like everything yeah but i'm stupid enough to try to befriend a bear or a wolf i'm that stupid and I would literally talk to it. I'd be like, what's your name? Where'd you come from? You know what I would do? I'd, I'd freaking 
you know, I have like that little obsession with frogs lately. <laughs> yeah. And I'd freaking find a poisonous frog and try to be its friend. <laughs> or venomous frog, whatever, however. You are more in tune with nature and stuff like that. So I think because of that and my allergies that you would probably be better. But honestly, neither one of us is going to last. Yeah, I mean, as far as harvesting and making our own house and foraging for food, I'd be fucked. I'd be straight fucked. Whenever they find me, like say I get lost in the wilderness, whenever they find me, I'm just going to be one giant hive. Because I'm so allergic to everything. Just one big welt of hives. Oh my god. My, my brain went cartoon. Who's more likely to run out of gas while driving? I've pushed the limits of it before, but I've never completely ran out. I've never completely ran out either. either. <laughs> did my brain just glitch? Your mouth did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I haven't either, but I have like had it on E and like pushing it to get to the gas station. I have yeah, done that. Yeah, I've, I've done that too. I'm actually pretty good. Have you done it recently though? Because I haven't done it recently. It's been a few weeks ago. I did let it get to, okay, you know that in my car it shows like as bars and I let it get down to one bar, which usually means it's on E. Mm -hmm. um, that was a few weeks, maybe like a month ago. But I have let it get to where that one bar is now flashing red, but that's been like a couple years ago. I've, but I've never completely ran out of gas and I, I'm usually pretty good about that. Mm -hmm. Like, and my mom is so weird though, because like if we're, we're having any type of unusual weather, she'll be like, you better go fill up your gas tank. Like that's going to save us all <laughs> from a tornado or something. I don't know. I think that's an kind of like an old wise kind of thing. Who's more likely to have a meltdown because they're hangry? Both, Both of us. Of us. <laughs> when I get a headache because I haven't ate, oh, it's over for you fuckers. Like, I, I'm like cranky. I'm like, dude, I'm, because I know that as soon as I get a headache from being hungry, it's going to take that headache like an hour or so to go away. Yeah. The longer I wait. And I'm like, oh my God. Here's the thing too. If we're like on a road trip or something and I say I'm hungry and I need to eat soon, you got about 20 minutes to get me something to eat. And it needs to be some type of protein. It can't just be like a candy bar or Snickers or something like that. It has to be some type of protein. When I get to that point, especially, and maybe it's, I, I think I do this mostly with my husband, which is unfortunate for him, but when we came back from Dragula though, oh yeah, oh my God, I was, I was so worried about you. I was about to tear, I get, that's when I get nihilistic too. <laughs> I, I will get so mad that I will literally like, yeah, it's not, I'm not proud of it. Let's just put it that way. Well, okay. With that, that situation though. You had not ate for before, well, like before we even got to the thing. Yeah. And then we were there for like three hours. Yeah. And I have a condition where I'm supposed to eat protein, some type of protein, even if it's just a little tiny piece of cheese or something like that every four hours. And I hadn't in like, what, nine or 10 hours. Yeah. And I was fucking worried. But I wasn't like shaky or anything like that. I was just getting hungry. And I like, the bad thing too, at that venue, all they had was like, popcorn or greasy pizza and they were out of popcorn and I can't eat greasy pizza because I will literally get so sick I told you I was like as soon as we leave we're gonna have to find something to eat and you were like are you okay are you okay and I'm like yeah no I feel fine I just know how I I am and I know I and that Push was the limit too. yeah and that was stupid of me because I know I'm supposed to eat that often and I didn't plan well in that situation we went to a was it a Taco Bell I think it was that literally had like and yeah it's like midnight but only had like one car in front of us we sat there for what half an hour mm -hmm. and i finally was like fuck it 
I was screaming. I was throwing an adult temper tantrum. It's not cool. I'm not proud of it. I wish I wasn't like that. And then we went to Wendy's, which had a much longer line, but it was moving until the car in front of us, for some reason, had was ordering for like the entire county or something. I don't know. But we did finally get our food and I was better. Because like, that's the thing too. Like as soon as I get swallow that first bite, I feel instantly better. Mm -hmm. Who's more likely to start a riot? That kind of goes back to the protest thing. Me. <laughs> I think no, I, I really, yeah. I mean, I would be as passive as possible, but if you set me off, like I probably could, especially if I was PMDDing and my vagina was already ready to make Molotov cocktails. Yeah, I'd probably be there. There, there's been times I've had jobs before where I literally, it was such a bad job and we were all being treated so badly that I literally tried to talk everyone into walking out together with me. And I mean, that's more of a, like a mutiny, I guess, than it is like a freaking mm -hmm. riot. I, I, I'm not in, okay, let me, let me put it this way. I don't necessarily agree with riots in the sense of like people getting injured or you like causing property damage to other people's property and stuff like that. However, an actual loud in your face protest type of riot, it's probably not even really a riot. I'm probably just like, fucking up the definitions of stuff but sometimes stuff like that if you're if you're not being heard especially with political stuff and everything sometimes stuff like that is necessary as unfortunate as that is well you've got it depends you know like you've got people who their their voices are suppressed right and they're frustrated and they're not getting heard and they're getting ignored and they're getting pushed off to the side mm-hmm by many people, many government people. And you can't, you can't single one person out. It's a whole, like a lot of times it's a whole group of people or an organization mm -hmm. and you get frustrated because it seems like nobody gives a fuck. So to take out your frustration, it's like you almost turn, you want to be seen in a way. So you have to make a big scene. You have to make a big scene mm -hmm. in order to get people to be like, what the fuck? Big, a big and see that's that's frustrating too because I've been in... it's not like these people want to do it I mean there are people out there that are nihilistic that do go to protest to specifically start riots yes there so are people like that but the majority of people who do protest and do riots aren't like that I, I could go on a whole thing Rock about that. I'm just, yeah, say, I'm just gonna shut up. I guess too, we're kind of blurring the lines between protest we and riot and, we and are. stuff. Yeah, so you know, like we're not experts on this stuff. So yeah, it's our opinions, and our opinions are our own. Right. So exactly, everything we say, of course, is all our opinions. Who's more likely to drop everything and move out of state or country? Oh my god. Probably both, both of, us. of us. I would move out of country, no props. I'm afraid to fly. I've always had this kind of like, I don't want to call it like a dream or something, but an idea of like just dropping everything, moving. I don't know why the Pacific Northwest has always called my name, but I've never been, but moving there, but also not telling anyone, including like my family. Like I would, I would tell Priscilla and you I would tell my husband. Fucking bitch. And probably take you guys with me and everything. <laughs> but like my, and that sounds, it sounds like I hate my family and stuff like that. But it's just like, sometimes I just, I just, I want to just end it all and completely start again. And I know that there's no possible way you can really completely start again, unless you like get a new name and a new social security number and like burn off your fingerprints and everything else. But 
I don't know, just something about just like suddenly doing it. It sounds yeah appealing. Yeah, I I agree with that. Okay, who's more likely to quit a job on the spot? <laughs> I think we both have done that. I uh, guffawed because I I, I believe I've, I've done that a lot of times. I we, I think we both have done it, but I think you're more likely to do it. Oh yeah. Because like we have already said, I have an unhealthy work ethic. Yeah. And unhealthy in the way that I am so dedicated that it's detrimental to me. Who is more likely to be a secret agent for the government? I would be a secret agent, but not for the fucking government. No. I mean, I'm going to say between the two of us, probably me, but I don't, I still don't think I'd do it. I think because of my background in doing a little bit of, you know, stuff in drama and stuff i think i would have better capabilities of blending in Mm -hmm. you know and kind of doing that especially because i don't i'm kind of can blend in places so i think that would be better for me if i was doing that kind of stuff i think both of us it would be like they had something on us and they were like you either work for us or you go to prison or something like that yeah we'd be like not that we've either either one of us had done anything but i think it would be kind of like one of those situations where we had no other choice but to. Mm. who's more likely to put their pants on backwards or inside out me yeah i think you would be too i do it <laughs> i do it by accident all the time i've i've done that with my shirts i don't know if i've done it with not my pants but i've done it with my shirts a thousand times yeah i've even worn my shirt inside out and went to work I think I started doing, okay, this this is kind of weird, and it's sort of related, but not really. Um, I have before gotten, com- when I did work in the office, gotten completely ready for work and started to walk out the door and didn't have pants on. I had shoes and socks and everything on, but I didn't have pants on. What, I don't know what was going on with me though wow. at that time, but yeah. Who was more likely to start a fire? Probably me. If you had telekinesis abilities. Yeah, because yeah. we've talked about that before, how I would totally, well, I'm a fire sign, I would totally be a fire starter. I don't know. Mine would probably be accidental. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I keep looking or at that like, candle and I'm like, I'm going to knock that thing over one day. Because technically I have done that before by accident. I have set something on fire by accident. Intentional? Probably too. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that for legal reasons that was a joke. Yeah. I've never like set like a building on fire or anything. I've set like belongings on fire. But most of it's like my own stuff when I'm like I need to like, you know, shred documents type thing or, or stuff like that. Or, you know, like, I think I probably, I, I think I burnt love letters or something that my ex-husband gave me and everything, but I've not like set an actual like place on fire. I haven't set a place on fire. No. I Well, and I've not really had the desire. I to. accidentally set my living room on fire. But that was accidental. Yeah, that was accident. And shit like that happens. Yeah. So, you know. Who's most likely to do the bullshit? I'm most likely to do the bullshit. Who's more likely to talk in their sleep? Not me. Me. Absolutely. There was one time when I was married to my ex-husband. Um, I freaked him out because in the middle of the night, he said, all of a sudden, I went, The revolution is now! And then I started going, (laughs) well, I woke up because my laughing like that woke me up and he was sitting straight up looking at me and you know, my ex-husband. So it's freaking hilarious. (laughs) He deserved that. 
And I do remember that whatever movie we had watched that night had something to do with like maybe the French Revolution or something. So it was probably something to do with that. But it freaked him out so much. So and I I don't know that I necessarily do talk on my sleep that much now. I know sometimes like I will laugh in my sleep and everything, which is probably freaking terrifying in itself. Who is more likely to get in a fist fight? I've been in fist fights. Well then that's your answer. Sylvia got issues. It's been a long I mean it was like I was like seventeen or eighteen. I've never instigated violence. And I've not been like physical altercation. Except for one time when an ex assaulted me. Right. But defending that, yourself. Yeah. And I was defending myself. Um and and uh that's the only time. Yeah, I've never really had the need to in my adult life to do anything like that. And I'm not a violent person. Maybe maybe in my I'm angry. I've got some teen angst at got 40. Angst. Who's more likely to shave their head? Priscilla, but we both have I haven't not completely shaved my head. I've gotten real close. But yeah, I've I, I want to. I just think that'd be so liberating to completely shave your head. Who is more likely to break a world record? I would say Sylvia because you're more persistent than I am. I'm persistent in a freaking you need mental help sort of way. Yeah. But it's good. I'm glad you, you get your shit done. Yeah. And, and I think the world record would be something like who can be the most sarcastic person in the room or something. <laughs> like it wouldn't necessarily be anything like who can solve the Rubik's Cube the fastest or anything. Who's more likely to embarrass a friend in public? I'm going to say Priscilla only because you think you do all the time, but you don't. I'm I'm kind of weird to look at. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I don't think so, but okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. But you're always like, am I embarrassing? You ask me that all the time. I I'm do like, ask that a lot, even with other people. I do know me. that us together. Sometimes. I'm always afraid I'm going to be boring or I am not entertaining. And they, that's that a be, whole thing. But that, how would that be embarrassing? I'm so embarrassed that my front hair is a boring piece of shit. Well, I do do funny, weird stuff. Too. Yeah. I know the two of us together can, we do embarrass <laughs> we the producer. Yeah. And we do in, uh, embarrass the producer quite a bit. Honestly, I'm not, I'm surprised the producer doesn't get more embarrassed by us together. Sometimes the producer instigates it too. Who's more likely to get in trouble for over the top sarcasm? Well, obviously Sylvia. What, were you going to say you? No. You, yeah. Gonna... Sometimes I can take my sarcasm one step too far, but then I immediately realize what I've done and I'm like, oh. But it hardly I, happens. I push the limits time. at work a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I really do, especially lately. But the thing is, too, those, those pushing the limits are really just me starting at sarcasm, too. So it's like, even though I'm pushing the limits, I'm holding back so much. Who's more likely to poop in the wilderness? I've done it before. I've never have. So you obviously. Oh yeah. We used to go driving around back roads, Blue Ridge Parkway when I was a kid. You had to shit. You couldn't shit anywhere. You had to go to a tree. I like we'd have toilet paper in the car and shit, but you know, like I shit outside. Okay. So I used to, this is kind of related, but kind of just go on this ADHD ride with me. Okay. Issue where I could only poop at home. So like we would go on vacation and I wouldn't poop for like a week and I'd be so sick. But it was like my body physic. I know it was a mental thing, but my body would not let me. Yeah. It, up until I was like in my 30s. And now I'm better about it. But I've never really been in this situation where I couldn't hold it for long enough to get to a bathroom. Who's more likely to be a strict parent? 
I mean, I don't have kids, but I think I would probably be stricter. Yeah, it's because you would be worried a lot and you would be concerned about and what they're doing and, you know, if they're okay. And Unfortunately, my parents were very, very strict. I know we try not to, you know, we, I think just about everyone's always like, oh, I don't want to be like my mom or whatever, but I do notice some things, even sayings and stuff that my mom would say occasionally slipping into my mind. So I don't think I'd necessarily be like my mom, but I think those, the things that I knew as a kid being so strict about things would somehow kind of trickle in a little bit on accident, which is another reason why I don't think I'd necessarily be a good parent. I go back and forth to thinking that I'm a good parent, but also not thinking I'm a good parent at all. Because sometimes I can be kind of passive, but I want my kid to be comfortable enough for when they get into some shit they're going to want to tell me yeah or they're going to be comfortable with telling me that was something i did not have yeah and because it was taken from me anyway i never got that so i want my kid to be secure enough that if they get out when they're 16 and they get drunk as shit and they're afraid to drive, they know they can call me at four or five in the morning. I'll go out there and get them. I won't ask no questions. I'll bring them back home. That yeah, is like a sense of safety. And to an extent, we're going to do those things anyway as teenagers. So. Yeah, because I fucked up a lot. Of course, like I, I started to get wild when I was like 17. But then it like a lot of people are younger when they start wilding out. I didn't. I held it off a little bit. I was still a good kid, even though I was a little bit weird every now and then again with doing stuff, you know, like I wasn't supposed to. When I hit my 20s or 1920s, I fucking lost my shit and went crazy. Like yeah, I did all kinds of shit that I wouldn't do before. I think you're a really good parent. And I know what you mean by like, sometimes you feel like you're too passive. I don't think you're necessarily passive. And I've noticed that your kid can talk to you a lot more than I, I ever could with my parents and that I even can now. And I mean, I'm a freaking, I've been an adult for over 20 years, you know? So I think that that's, that's really good. Who is more likely to sing karaoke? Priscilla. I'd have to have, there's got certain songs, you know, it's like the compulsive songs that you have. Everybody does where it comes on and you can't help but sing it. That's when I would do it. I only could do karaoke once and then I was in a band for a blink of an eye and did maybe like two shows, three shows. It was very nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Me not being a very, I'm very introverted. I'm like what they consider an introverted extrovert. I appear to be extroverted, but dude, I am not. I am a very introverted person. Yeah. I can have... I can have a group of people over and, and be fun and entertaining and kind of expressive and charming and all that shit. But reality is like, I'm more in myself than a lot of people realize. I'm cool with like singing in front of my family or my close friends, like Priscilla and the producer and stuff. Um, but to do like karaoke, 
I could maybe, po- I've never done it, but I could maybe possibly do it if it was like a group of us singing up there together, mm-hmm. but not by myself. I'm not a good singer and I know I'm not. So like when I'm singing around <clears throat> Priscilla or whoever else, I'm purposely goofy. I'm, and I'm not trying to sound good. I mean, I'm not necessarily trying to sound horrible. Sometimes I am, but it's not really something I'm interested in. Who is more likely to get upset over something stupid? <laughs> Me. I think both of us. Both of us do it a lot, to be honest. And recently, we've both done it. I, but I'm quicker to anger than you are. I get annoyed. But also, too, it depends on if we're PMDDing and everything, too. Yeah. Yeah, I flip out more when I'm PMD. PM, I don't want to say flip out. You, I get, there's, I don't get, like, a steady stream of, oh, my God, flip the table all throughout the day. It doesn't work that way. There's, like... I'll be all right, but there's this underlying I could get triggered at any moment feeling. And it kind of builds up. Yeah. And then there's something that'll be just like really small and I'll flip out. And then once I get upset, it's done. I'm okay. Who is more likely to forget birthdays? Me. Yep. Did you put that in there and laugh maniacally like, (laughs) (laughs) bitch? Yes. For the longest time, Priscilla could not remember my birthday. I can't remember my anybody's birthday. I like I'm really bad about that. I know my kid's birthday, obviously. Who is more likely to be the first one to die in a zombie apocalypse? Okay, so listen, this kind of goes back in a previous episode. We were talking about something about barefoot or boots and stuff like that. And I brought up the thing like I would want boots because in a zombie apocalypse, you're going to need stuff like that because you're going to be kicking zombies and stuff in the face. And you were like, I'm going to be barefoot. So based on that, I would survive. But honestly, I don't know. I think we would both be like trying to help each other so much that like if one of us went down, the other one's going to go down right away. Right. But we both have skills that would utilize utilize us along the way. Like I would, I would, because I'm so quiet and observant, you know, like that you could use that skill. Yeah. I don't think I could kill a, a zombie with sarcasm so I kind of be shit out of luck on that I would be more like doing traps I think if I was gonna do a zombie apocalypse. see yeah, and you would be really good at that and I would be more like the one with brute force not that I'm strong or anything but I also I'm not a fast runner so I would need to I would need to be using like weapons and like just running up and chopping heads off and stuff like that or you know kicking with my boots I would like do the pits with stakes and shit. The, the various traps. Not like my, you know. Who is more likely to get punched in the face? Probably me, Sylvia. Because one day my smart mouth is going to catch up to me. I know it is. Yeah. And uh, if anybody ever punched me in the face, I have so many piercings on my face. It would probably like shatter my teeth and like break my nose. Yeah, but it also might like cut up their hand too. I just have a smart mouth. I'm a smart, a smart ass. And I try not to be, but I can be a smart ass, but you have to push me. Well, let me say just not to bring it back to the fighting thing, but I will say that when, when Priscilla gets mad at someone, she does go deep. So like, I would think it would have to be an instance like that. And it would have to be like the wrong person and stuff. But I think mine would just be being, not necessarily being like mean or anything, but just being smart. It's not a it's not a positive trait that I'm proud of. It was actually a behavior that I've learned. Yeah, and you, you and it sucks that. so bad. Like it sucks to do that, and I don't 
when I do it, I know immediately that that came out. And I was like, oh, because it's not something that I'm, I'm proud of. But you're working on it, though. I am working I mean, on I it. And I'm better than I was. Yeah. So. I don't know that I'm better than I was, but. <laughs> who is more likely to go over the top with the prank? Me, but probably by accident. I think I would just because sometimes I think things are funnier than they are. And so I would be like. Mine would be accidentally offensive. Like to me, I would think it was hilarious, but to somebody else, it would be traumatic and sad. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> with me too. So we're probably. Like, and then like if you put horror a- movie type shit, I think it's funny sometimes. And I think that if that sense of humor came out, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no. and I am really bad about. I embrace my flaws. I feel that I'm very aware of all of them, or at least the majority of them. And sometimes I forget that other people aren't as aware, aware, and they're also much more sensitive about their flaws than I am. Because I'm, I mean, I, here's my thing. No one can use my flaws against me if I am already accepting of them and can laugh at myself. So my thing is sometimes, and I've done this before, like where I poke fun at somebody for one of their flaws, like in a good hearted way, and it's hurt their feelings. And I felt terrible about it. But at the same, like, I felt terrible about it later, but my instant reaction was I was annoyed with you, like, get over it sort of thing. And then later on, I felt bad about the whatever teasing or whatever, but also that I had that instant reaction because I have to remember that not everyone is like I am. And that's okay. They don't have to be. But it's in the moment, I forget that sometimes. So, yeah, I can see. I do think, though, if we were trying to pull a prank together, we would both be able to ying and yang it where we could be like no no no, wait pull that back a little bit yeah because yeah especially when it comes to i don't know like obviously i don't know when i pushed a prank too far yeah like and you're more reserved in that you know what i mean like you would be like no no more light-hearted pranks yeah right not necessarily like the kind that go on in my brain you know more like christian pranks or something not that i'm saying that you're christian what the fuck? But like PG, PG pranks. I guess. I will say this one time I scared my mom. I was not living at home, but it was like later in the evening. It was already dark out and she was in the garage for something and I was coming in, but I banged on the windows in the garage first and it scared the shit out of her and I thought it was hilarious. She, and I mean, I was like well into my 20s. I was not living at home anymore and stuff like that. <laughs> she went running for my dad and then when she, when I came in the garage and she figured out it was me, she screamed at me to the point that I started crying and I felt bad, but it also was funny, but that was probably a little like in hindsight. Yeah. That probably would have freaked me the hell out too. Who's more likely to go skydiving? I think I would be, I have no desire to ever go skydiving. I'm afraid of heights, but my absolute fear is falling. Like, if I'm standing on the edge of a mountain, I don't know if it's because my equilibrium is off or what, Mm -hmm. but I can look over the edge and I feel like somebody's just going to come up behind me and push me off and I'm just going to fall straight down. Mm -hmm. I would much rather jump out of an airplane than I would bungee jump because I, the fact that you go down and then come right back up, nope, 
Mm -mm, fuck that. I forgot if I was going to do either one, I would do skydiving because you go straight in. Like you just, you go down. Yeah. I think I would be more, more open to skydiving than bungee jumping too. And the reason for my reason for that is because I've heard a lot of people have back injuries after bungee jumping. Because yeah. Because it, it literally yeah. jerks you back up. Right. Who is more likely to sneak into a movie theater? I've, I've done, done that. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Who is more likely to ghost someone? I've done that. I've done that too. Here's the thing. I don't like being ghosts and I don't necessarily think it's the appropriate thing to do, but I have been in situations where I've gone on one singular date with someone and instantly realized I am not interested and they would not leave me alone, even though I straight up told them, like was completely 100% blunt and honest with them and they were harmless. But they just constantly would send me text. I mean, like multiple texts a day, not even in the context of like, I want to date you or anything like that. Friendly stuff, but to the point that it was too much. And I politely asked them to stop multiple times and they wouldn't. So I just stopped responding completely right. forever. I, I have a compulsive problem with just going MIA on social media. So obviously I have ghosted people in the past cleared out my friends list a couple of times and done stuff like that. Just kind of got rid of, you know, whatever. So I, I get that. And I do, I do take moments away from social media, but it's only because of my mental benefit a lot of times because, you know, imposter syndrome, you self compare, there's, yeah. you spiral, you have toxic positivity on spiritual websites and shit. There's all kinds of shit in there that I just do not. But when you do that, though, you don't necessarily just completely ghost people. Because when you do come back, if someone sends you a message, unless... Like, yeah, I'll say something. Yeah. You're but like, I have left pages in the past. Just straight up being like, this is my page. Oh, wait, nope, never more. Mm -hmm. And went and started a new one and just added certain people. You know, I have done that before. Yeah. Just because it's not... My reasoning is... Kind of like a, a magical one in a way because I'm just like letting that part of my life go. Yeah. I acknowledge that it was there. I acknowledge it was a part of me, but I felt the need to let it go. But there are drawbacks. Like I can't look on the past. Right. So, okay, that's all I have. That was fun. That we, was fun. We got, yeah, no, we really was. I yeah, we got deep time. on a couple of things, but... Anyway, um, we'll be back with some spooky stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool shit in the next episode or two. We haven't decided yet. Because we aren't good at planning, even though we had a couple months. Yeehaw! Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You guys are wonderful. You look great. Did you do something with your hair? Hello. Okay. First off. Well, not first off. This is, first, this is like the last part of it. Yeah. Um. Whoever's listening to us in Sweden, can you please yeah. let us know? Because that is it's freaking interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um. But we love you all. Thank you for supporting us. Don't forget to follow us and email us your ideas or like we said, cult or you know, creepy stories. Creepy stories, paranormal phenomenon. You know, I love that shit. Bring it. Do it. Again, I'll say it again. I know I said it like 30 times already. Our email is do you have space for me at gmail.com. And Instagram is at do you have space for me. 
and we would love to interact with you guys. Is that our outro music? Yes, <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. You're fabulous, darling.